boom. It's a beautiful day and there's a beautiful way to be hearing God's word to see what he has to say. So let's sit in the sun and start having some fun. Wow, Warden, that sounds great. Thanks. The gang from Cottonwood Trails today. All right, here we go now. Cottonwood Trails. I like that. Trails from Cottonwood Trails. Come spend some time with some good friends of mine. Ooh, that sounds nice. The gang from Cottonwood Trails. The Blaine Gang. Well, another beautiful day today, Oz. I think I have the best job in the world. I guess. Being a forest ranger seems like it would be okay, Rob, but I don't know if I'd really like it. Why is that? Well, with all the problem solving and helping everybody that you always seem to be doing, there wouldn't be enough time to find acorns or pecans or almonds. (laughs) Yeah, I, I guess that would be a bit of an issue for a squirrel like yourself, Oz, but for me, as a human, I get to spend all this time in nature and help out all the animals who need it, and well... I just can't think of a better way to spend my time. Uh-oh. Sounds like Morton's having some issues. Oh, what else is new? That badger always has something going wrong. Rob! There you are! I have some terrible news! Uh-oh. Did you accidentally brush your teeth with swamp gunk again? <laughs> yeah, right. I wouldn't make that mistake more than eight times. Well, what was your big problem, Morton? Huh? Oh, right! My stick collection was stolen! I know you have a big stick collection and it's very important to you, but do you have any proof it was stolen? Sure do! I saw Matilda the Porcupine walking around with a big pile of sticks and I'm pretty sure they were from my collection! Well, that doesn't prove anything, but we can definitely go and talk to Matilda about this. Good! I'm coming too! I want to see what happens! All right, here's Matilda's house. Do you think she's home? Only one way to find out. Huh? Who's there? Uh, it's it's Rob, Oz, and Morton here, Matilda. Oh, yeah? What do you want? I think you know, you stick thief. Excuse me? Morton, take it easy. We don't know that Matilda took anything. You think I took your sticks? I don't think I know. You don't think at all? Yeah. Hey! Well, at least I don't take things that aren't mine! Okay, again, Morton, we don't know that Matilda took your sticks. Well, then why did I see her with sticks earlier? Morton, you nincompoop! I needed those sticks to build a fire in my oven so I could bake my pies. Ah, so you did take them! I most certainly did not! I got them from Frank. He had a whole pile of Frank! I knew it! That guy's always up to no good with his little pointed beak and his bright red plumage. Of course it was Frank who took my sticks. Morton, Frank is a bear. Oh, Frank the bear. Yeah, great guy. Or so I thought. Well, let's go talk to Frank and see where he got the sticks from. I'm coming too. I want to see if Frank eats Morton. Hey! Okay, here's Frank's cave. Did he paint it recently? Um, I think gray is the color it's always been. I don't know. I'm pretty sure these rocks here used to be purple. Boy, we need to get your head examined. I want to know what's going on in there. Huh, I bet you they'd find nothing. Yeah, that's the problem. Let's see if Frank's home. Hello? 
Frank, are you here? Yeah, is that you, Rob? Yeah, and I've got Oz, Morton, and Matilda here with me. Hey, yeah, uh, come on in. If you come around the corner, there's lots of light in the living room. Ah, there you are. It's, it's good to see you. Are you listening to a jazz record, Frank? Uh, yeah. So, uh, what do you want? Let's skip the formalities, buddy. You know why we're here. I do. Don't try that innocent bit. I know your game. Uh, what are you talking about? He came at me the same way, Frank. I believe he's asking about the sticks that Matilda got from you, Frank. Oh, you mean my table. Your table? Uh, yeah. I let Matilda take some of the sticks that make up my table. Uh, see, it's over there in the corner. That's not a table! It's just a pile of sticks! Yeah, well, I was gonna make them into a table eventually, but all I really wanted it for was to put my cans of soda on, and as you can see, they sit pretty nicely on top of the pile. So, you're calling that pile of sticks a table? Uh, yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, eh? It ain't broke. It just never was. The question remains where you got the sticks, though, Frank. Yeah, those look pretty similar to the ones I have. All sticks look similar to yours. Uh, I didn't take them from you, bud. I got them from Marnie Beaver down at the creek. Well, that makes sense. I mean, beavers always have spare sticks. I guess that means we're right back to square one. And we still don't know who took your sticks. Oh, man, this is terrible. <gasps> Wait a second. I saw Matilda with sticks this morning. We've already been through this, Morton. Oh, yeah, right. Maybe we should go back to your house and look for some clues. Would that help, Morton? I guess so. Hey, uh, I think I'll come too. I haven't been out of my cave in a while. How long is a while? Uh, last month, I think. Wow. <laughs> okay, on to Morton's house. Okay, come on in. Take a seat in the living room. Okay, Morton. Talk us through your morning leading up to when you realized the sticks were missing. Well... I got up just like normal and I walked into the kitchen to eat some food. Then I went to the window to take a look outside. And that's when I saw it. That's when you saw me walking with the sticks? No, no, that's when I saw the cloud that looked exactly like my Auntie Rhonda. She was just floating there in the sky looking all poofy. So I said, hey there, Auntie Rhonda. And just like usual, she completely ignored me. Classic Auntie Rhonda. She rarely talks, especially the cloud version of her. Morton, you're getting off track. Uh, this is all part of it, Rob, because while I was looking at Cloud Auntie Rhonda, that's when Matilda walked by with a big pile of sticks, and I thought about how her pile of sticks looked a lot like my stick collection, and that's when I turned to look at my sticks, and they were gone! I see. And where do you normally keep your collection, Morton? Right there! Um, Morton, you just pointed at a pile of sticks in the corner! I did? Wow, look at that! My stick collection's back! I guess they missed me so much that they walked back here all by themselves. Morton... Do you think that it's possible that this morning when you looked at your stick collection, you didn't see them because they kind of blended in with your wall? Oh yeah, I guess uh, maybe they did blend in with my wall. Oops, sorry guys. Well, Morton, I'm glad that it turned out that no one stole your sticks, but there's still a bit of a problem. Aunt Rhonda, yeah, she really needs to start speaking more. Uh, no, I'm talking about how quick you are to blame everyone else around you. You remind me a little bit of some characters in the Bible. Mephibosheth? Uh, no, but... Nice name drop. No, I was thinking more of Adam and Eve. Um, like in the story of the Garden of Eden? Exactly that one, Oz. Adam and Eve lived in the Garden of Eden, which was a beautiful paradise. Oh, Adam, this place is so beautiful. Uh, yeah, Eve. Um, 
I would even go as far as to call it a, um, a paradise. Yeah, one of those. This was before sin had entered the world, so everything was perfect. What's sin? Great question, Matilda. Sin is the name given to all of the bad things we do. Whenever we do something like lie or hurt someone or uh, disobey our parents, it's, it's called sin. Uh, so Adam and Eve lived in a world without bad stuff? Right. But God gave them one rule to follow. He told them, You can eat the fruit of the tree in the garden, except for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat that fruit, you will surely die. Sounds good, God. Not that tree. Got it. For a while, Adam and Eve did exactly what God had instructed. They stayed clear of that certain tree. But one day, a serpent appeared on the scene. Yo, Eve. How's it going? Um, very good, thanks. Great. Great. So, how about the weather, hmm? It is quite lovely. Perfect, even. Right. So, enough with the small talk here. I notice that you and your hubby over there don't eat from this particular tree. What's up with that? God told us not to eat from this tree, or we would surely die. <laughs> of course he did. Classic God. You won't die. He just doesn't want you to eat it because you'll become, uh, as powerful as him. And so, Eve took a bite from the fruit. She then handed it to Adam, who also took a bite. Mmm, yeah, not bad. Instantly, their lives were changed forever. Wait a minute. I thought you said they'd die. They did die, Matilda. N not in a physical sense, but in a spiritual one. They had created a rift or a separation between themselves and God that would be passed on through all the people who would ever live. That rift was sin. They had disobeyed God. When God came to talk to them, he said, Have you eaten from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Um, well, well, yes, but it, it, it really wasn't my idea. Uh, Eve is the one who gave me the fruit and uh, told me to eat it. So I did. Why did you do this, Eve? Well, it wasn't even me, really. It was pretty much all the serpent's fault. So they both put the blame on someone else. Yep. Neither one of them wanted to take responsibility for their actions and immediately found someone else to blame. Because of their mistake, they were told to leave the Garden of Eden and their lives would also now be filled with the pain and difficulties that came along with sin. We live in the same world and have to deal with the same problems as them. The only difference is that God has now made a way for us to have a relationship with him again through his son, Jesus. The Bible tells us in Romans 6.23 that the wages or penalty for sin is death. Just like God told Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. But Jesus took on that penalty in our place. Now, if we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, we can be set free from our sin and repair that rift of sin between us and God. So, Morton, why do you think you reminded me of Adam and Eve? I'm going to say it was because I eat too much fruit. What? Well, you had this whole long lesson about how you shouldn't eat fruit, and then uh, Andrew and Edith... Adam and Eve. Uh, yeah, them. They, they ate fruit and died. Well, fruit isn't bad, Morton. Just the fruit that God told Adam and Eve not to eat. Oh, good. So I can keep eating my cheese diddly then. Well... Cheese diddlies aren't fruits, but you can feel free to keep eating them because the point of the story is that Adam and Eve were both very quick to blame someone else for their mistakes, and it got them into even more trouble. 
Does that remind you of anyone? It sure does, Rob. <laughs> Reminds me of Matilda, who blamed me for taking her stick. Will you quit with that? Morton, that was you who blamed Matilda. Oh yeah, right. It's coming back to me now. You were very quick to blame Matilda and Frank for taking your sticks, when in reality, they'd never been taken at all. If you had just stopped to take a closer look for yourself instead of assuming the worst of everyone else, we could have avoided all this. Well, that's true, Rob. I guess I gotta be more careful. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's okay. okay. Um, Matilda, you were talking about pies earlier, right? Sure was. I can get those bad boys in the oven right away. Y'all want some? Yeah! Uh, sure. Pie sounds great, Matilda. I'll take mine with some ice cream. Ooh, I think I've got some right here in my freezer. Hey! Where'd my ice cream go? Rob! Someone stole it! <gasps> Maybe it was Oz. I know how much he loves maple walnut. Huh? Morton, no one took your ice cream. In fact, you never had any. How can you be so sure? You don't own a freezer, Morton. You're looking into a cupboard right now. Wow. <laughs> You are good. Huh. Ever thought about becoming a detective? Oh, Morton, you still have a lot to learn, my friend. This has been a donor-funded production by Square One World Media, created and written by Jordan Evans. Starring in this episode were Jordan Evans, Karen Reimer, Eric Borman, Evelyn Strempler, and Robert Weave.